Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. It doesn't feel the same. I can't come in with the same kind of energy that Wes Bryant does. Not only do I not have that mantra surrounding me when I do try to come in with a nice intro for Campus Corner, but I'm playing hurt. If I bring you any volume, my voice is going to crack like Trey Wingo. Not Trey Wingo. More so Reese Davis on the call for that Notre Dame Duke game. Uh, We didn't talk about that at all. Man, my guy was hurting. I mean, I get it. I'm doing it now. I don't sound like he does, but man, by the end of that game, he told you, I'm going to have to rest my voice and hopefully he can get ready for college game day next weekend. Was it just, was it just me that he tried to sound like Fowler and it just wasn't like he was trying to get to, you know, when Fowler makes a big emphatic call, like he was trying to get to places where his voice just can't get to. And uh, it was, let me just say this. It was not the best broadcast. Well, my, my God. On, on Saturday Night you know, His it, voice was awful. His voice was not great. Um, whoever produced the show um, and came back with the James Taylor Carolina in my mind multiple times. <laughs> yeah, that's not good. Read the room, bro. That's not that's not a Duke thought. That, 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 that's not a Duke song. So I saw this asked on Twitter. Who is that more embarrassing for or who should feel worse about that? Should it be Tar Heel fans or Duke fans? Uh... What are we embarrassed? Like, well, like, 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 Duke, like Duke, they felt inclined to play our song during a Duke game. So, but you, but you could feel territorial about it. I mean, because it's a song that's oh. pretty popular, makes you think of North Carolina. You would want that to have only for the heels. And I didn't know if there was any terror, you know, some fight for territory with that being used for Duke. That would be the angle. No, I mean, I, I didn't get that impression. I just thought it was funny that ESPN, which is, you know, specialized in Duke propaganda for 15 years. Is that right? I, I forgot about this take from you. Oh, man, basketball season, it's coming up. <laughs> You're just getting primed, baby. You know, they couldn't find some song from New Jersey to best represent the school in Durham. All right, well, let's continue to talk about Duke football. I, I can't bring the energy, but I, I need somebody to do it. Fitty, you are one that can. You wanted to bring in a segment. You wanted to lead a few times. Uh-oh. This is your chance. Can you fill the shoes the size 13 to 14 shoes of Wes Bryant and tell us what's coming up the way that he does it. Can you please do that for me? All right, Walker, it's time to go to the uh, campus corner. Is that good? No, that was really weak. Really? That was really weak. I mean, I'm going to do it. If I, all right, I'm going to try to beat you and then the listeners can tell me, but my voice is going to give up. It's going to be awful. I'm going to try it. Oh God. Okay, here we go. Time now to go to the campus. Okay. Yeah. Yours was yours was better. All right. And you got to hit that all right before you start rolling in, too. All right. <laughs> That's how Wes sets up, sets up the segment. Riley Leonard, we all saw the unfortunate ending to that game. If you are a Blue Devil fan, not only did they only rush three on the Sam Hartman fourth and 16 rushing pickup, but then they allowed a rushing touchdown right after that. Duke did have some semblance of hope. They had a couple of timeouts. They had 
30 seconds to march a long way, albeit, but they did have enough opportunities, I would imagine, to march downfield. Too bad the last offensive play of the game was Riley Leonard fumbling the football and also suffering what we thought was a pretty devastating injury. Good news coming in yesterday is that it is not as devastating as previously thought. Report from Pete Thamel. Duke junior quarterback Riley Leonard has a high right ankle sprain and has a realistic chance of returning later this month for the Blue Devils. He's expected to miss multiple weeks. Duke does have a bye this week before hosting NC State October 14th, but then they play a couple of ranked squads, Florida State October 21st and Louisville October 28th. Even if we can be happy about Riley Leonard's season not coming to an end, I hate that it happened. In this stretch, I want him to be there for North Carolina. I want that game desperately. But for the NC State, Florida State, and Louisville, I mean, you could, especially with Notre Dame, if you just want to go with a four-game sample, and that's how we want to measure the stretches, I mean, I want him to be healthy for a Florida State contest alongside a now-ranked Louisville team. But they're going to hit the road. They're going to Tallahassee to take on the Seminoles, and they're going to hit the road to take now what is the 25th best team in college football in Louisville. Maybe he can come back against Wake Forest. Hopefully he comes back against North Carolina November 11th. Even uh, even if I'm happy that he's back, I hate that it happens during this stretch. Yeah, because I mean, I think even even when Duke blew the blew the game is is a correct way to say it. I still think you came away from Saturday encouraged that this team could make it to the ACC title game with the way that defense slowed down Clemson's offense, the way that it, it, it really dominated Notre Dame's offensive line. And it wasn't like Riley was great on Saturday. He was not at his best, like he wasn't in the game against Clemson. But you know without him, their chances of winning go down dramatically. The bye week is going to be a, a really big role because we saw Bryce Young, who had a quote-unquote ankle sprain come back after missing one week. Maybe he's a fast healer and he is back because I think they can beat NC State at home without him because NC State's offense isn't good, and I like Duke's defense just a tad bit better than I like the Wolfpacks. But it's a hard task to ask them to go to Florida State and Louisville and even split. All right, let's continue to check in on the ACC QBs. We'll split these segments up. We'll talk about it a little bit more later on in the show. I did want to go to Raleigh, discuss MJ Morris officially being named the starter for NC State. Here's the question to you, Fiddy. How different would State's record be had he been the starter from the beginning, like quite a few at least WFNZ texters and listeners were clamoring for? I think at best they're four and one because maybe he puts up more points than what they did against Louisville. Um, I don't think that if he was playing, they would have beaten Notre Dame. Uh, so I'm not going to go out here and say I think NC State would be five and zero. There's still a very good chance they would be three and two, but I think it could be a different three and two because you might be feel you might feel more encouraged that you can beat some of the the tougher teams. You still got to play moving forward if your offense was scoring hell 24 points per game. Does he throw the big-time interceptions that Brennan Armstrong did against Louisville? There was one game where M.J. Morris did have multiple interceptions, but that was it. The other starts that you saw, what was a very small sample size, but the other starts you saw, that's why people had so much hope surrounding M.J. Morris coming into this season, and then they go out and they get Brennan Armstrong to pair him with Robert and I. So that's my thing. I think you're probably talking about 4-1. and one. 
I hate even doing that. I hate doing the, oh, if this would have happened, they would have won the whole shoulda, this, whatever. Football's yeah. weird. There's too many things to point to and say there could have been a different result. But when Brandon Armstrong played that poorly and MJ Morris has enough talent to maybe even if you're talking about him starting and then getting in a groove with these wide receivers, I don't know if you only put up 10 points against a team like Louisville. That's my biggest question. It's going to be interesting to see how different this offense looks because, I mean, I think you could make the argument that Brennan Armstrong is being handicapped like Bryce Young is here with the Panthers. He doesn't have the wide receiver talent he had at uh, Virginia. I mean, uh, uh, Concepcion is, is, is a nice player, but he's not a dominant number one. And I don't know if Robert and I's play calling has been suitable to what uh, to, to put him in the best position possible. Because mm-hmm. by the, the fourth quarter, he's got to be just physically give out because – He's their running game and he's their passing game. It's a, really, it's a really hard thing to do that for four quarters, week in, week out.